Welcome to this week's episode of Look, Listen, Love. This week, we're going to be talking about unity in the body of Christ. I can't wait to talk about us all becoming the part of the body that we were created to be. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Look, Listen, Love. This is Paul, and I'm excited to be with you this week. Um, if you don't currently subscribe, I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast uh, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also subscribe on YouTube. Today, I want to talk a little bit about unity in the body. Just a reminder, you know, this podcast is specifically for followers of Jesus. Um, I love to encourage uh, the body of Christ. If you're not a follower of Jesus, that's totally cool too. You're welcome to be here. We love you too. Um, I'd love for you to hear my heart when it comes to Jesus and his body. But today we're going to be talking specifically about unity in the body and what that looks like. Um, I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 12. There is one body, but it has many parts. But all its many parts make up one body. Uh, that's you and me. It's in this, it's the same with Christ. We are all baptized by one Holy Spirit and we are all formed into one body. It doesn't matter whether we're Jew, Gentile, slave, or free. We were all given the same spirit to drink. So the body's not made up of just one part. It has many parts. This is talking about us. Like if you are a follower of Jesus, you are part of the body of Christ. So you imagine, there's tons of parts of his body all over the world. No matter the denomination, um, if you are a follower of Jesus, you are part of his body. Um, I, I want to kind of set this a little bit in your head. So I want you to imagine a picture of Jesus in your mind. And you can see him. You can see his head. You can see his hands. You can see his feet. Maybe he's wearing a robe. Maybe he's wearing jeans and a t-shirt. I don't know what your picture of Jesus looks like. But um, nonetheless, he has a body. And imagine that that is who you are. Like Jesus isn't on earth anymore. He actually ascended to heaven. If you're a follower of Jesus, you believe that. You believe that he came to earth. He was God in the flesh. You believe that he died for our sins, that he rose from the dead, that he ascended to heaven, that his spirit came to infill us and to dwell among us. So um, if that's what you believe, then you're a follower of Jesus. And if that's what you believe, you are a part of his body. You know, when I was younger, I was really kind of offended by denomination. And I'm not really, really offended by denomination so much anymore. I'm more offended, not offended. I think offended is the wrong word. I'm uh, probably disgusted, honestly, is the right word. If I was being really honest, um, by the division that seems to dwell within denomination, um, there's a division in his body. So if you go back to that picture of Jesus that you had and imagine his body broken up into pieces, that his arm is detached from his body. His hand maybe is detached from his arm. His ear is no longer attached to his head. Maybe he's missing an eye or he's missing some toes. If you imagine the division in our body actually causes an actual division to the body of Christ because that's who you are. The scripture, the scripture says it. But I think what I first want to do is encourage you that even if you're part of a different denomination than, than someone else, um, I grew up in a Pentecostal home, so I have a lot of experiences that some people who maybe were raised in a different denomination don't have. My wife grew up Methodist, and so we had a very different upbringing when it came to our experiences in the church and what that what it even looked like to be a follower of Jesus. When I turned 15, I actually began to worship at a Methodist church and I really saw a whole new part of Jesus's body. I still had the beliefs that I grew up with and I I don't necessarily agree with any specific specific teachings of all denominations. There's things that I agree with with some denominations, there's some that I disagree with, um, but I've learned that Jesus's body is bigger 
than denomination. I don't want his body to be divided. His body is broader than just what I as a believer think is true. I I imagine that whenever I'm finally with him, I'm actually going to learn some things. I'm going to realize the things that I was right about. I'm going to realize the things that I was wrong about. And and the reality is, is a lot of the stuff that we divide over, we aren't going to care about once we're actually in his presence. I think the fact that we believe there's going to come a day that we're in his presence is good enough for me. Because the reality is, I meet with a lot of folks. I meet with a lot of people, a lot of people who aren't believers. And uh, one of the big questions that I get is, why is it that uh, Christians all seem to fight and argue about all these little different details? And honestly, I think it's a great question. Why? Like, why do we? We've been conditioned to think that our way is the way. And the reality is, is that our whole our whole uh, religion is based on a king, a creator of the universe, taking off his crown and becoming to earth as a man, giving up his will, giving up what his flesh wanted, and actually dying for sins that he didn't commit, and then conquering death by resurrecting from the grave. So it was, it was founded on this idea that he sacrificed himself. He considered us more significant than himself. That's the whole foundation of, of how what we believe even got started. And so the fact that we um, divide over our disagreements is is actually, it actually is dividing his body. Um, I go to far, go as far to say that when you talk about or criticize another believer, you're actually beating the body of Jesus, which means you're actually causing self-harm because you are part of the same body. Um, I love meeting with people who don't necessarily see eye to eye with me when it comes to theology, not because I want to convert them, not because I want to change their way of thinking. That's because I want us both to become the fullest expression of the part of the body that we are. You know, I sit across from people all the time that are from different denominational backgrounds than I am, and I learn things from them. I actually learn things from them. And there's things that sometimes we just don't agree on, and it's okay. Um, We can disagree and still be friends. We can disagree and not be motivated to try to change someone's mind. The reality is, is if we were focused as much on our disagreements as we were on just trying to be a more consistent follower of Jesus, we would actually change the world. You know, Ephesians 4, 15 and 16, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head. So Jesus is the head of this body into Christ, from who the whole body, me and you, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when we each part's doing the work properly, making the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. We are each doing a part to help the whole body grow, building ourselves up in love. I so want us working properly so that we can grow. I want you working properly so I can grow. I want to work properly so that you can grow. If we agree on the fundamentals, we can't, we can argue about the details once we get to heaven. Honestly, there probably won't be any arguing in heaven because we really won't be concerned about what's divided us down here once we're with Jesus. I'm sure that we can agree on that. You know, John 13, 34 through 35, it says a new commandment. I give this is Jesus talking a new commandment. I give to you that you would love one another just as I have loved you. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. This is one of the last things that Jesus actually said to disciples before he ascended to heaven, that 
all people will know that we are his disciples if we love one another. This is an instruction specifically to the followers of Jesus. Yes, we're supposed to love everyone, but this specific command is that we love each other so that all people will know that we're followers of Jesus. Again, I meet with non-believers all the time, and it's really kind of embarrassing how, how many questions I have to answer about the fact that we have so much division within the body of Jesus. You know, I think that it's important for us as followers of Jesus to, to know that there's an enemy of the way. And I can assure you that that enemy wants division in the body of Jesus. You are the body of Jesus. Um, I think ask ourselves these questions. Are you causing harm to Jesus' body? Are you beating him? Are you criticizing him? Are you dragging him through the streets when you treat fellow believers in a way that's disrespectful or harmful, um, that's not edifying and building up? You know, I've seen social media groups designed to slander and belittle followers of Jesus. And this wouldn't be that big a deal because, you know, we're supposed to expect persecution. The problem is that most of these groups are created by people who claim to be believers. It's literally believers bashing believers, others that are parts of the body of Jesus. Guys, this may be hard to hear, but I don't see this any different than when someone cuts themselves. When you tear down another follower of Jesus, you're actually tearing yourself down. You're destroying your own body. You're destroying the body of Jesus and you're stabbing the spear into his side. You're smashing the crown of thorns onto his head all over again. We are all his body. So when you criticize, when you tear down, when you curse, when you slander someone who's also part of the body of Jesus, you're actually doing it to him. You're doing it to yourself. They'll know that we're followers of Jesus because of our love for one another. If you are a follower of Jesus, I need you to remember that command. It's a command that we love each other the way that he loved us. And so that all people will know that we're his disciples. Maybe you want to remember how he loved you. Maybe we need a reminder of what that actually looked like. But what it looked like was that he gave up everything to die for you. How are you dying to yourself? How am I dying to myself? How am I dying to my agenda? How am I dying to my need to my need to make myself look better than you, to make myself seem more significant than you? How am I dying to my need to convert you to my way of thinking? It's not about that. It's about becoming the part of the body that you were created to be and realizing that the part that you were created to be actually helps me grow into the part that I was created to be. We all are part of his body. So when we criticize, when we beat up, when we put strangle horns on people we talk bad about, we try to make people look bad in social media, um, we actually are doing that to Jesus's body. Um, I would say be careful. I would say be careful. The reality is, is that we're supposed to pray for the people that curse us. We're supposed to pray for the people that we think mistreat us or do us wrong. I would, I would recommend a great first step would be to pray for them. You know, I had a revelation a few years ago Um where I had a dream. I won't get into all the details of the dream because it's kind of long, but but I dreamt and Jesus was in the dream and his body was divided and he actually had a sore in his body. And uh, and he just said in that dream that he wasn't going to be healed that day uh, because he had been there before in that moment. And I woke up and I really didn't know what to do. Um, but But all I really could come up with doing was praying for Jesus's body. And that's you. So I started praying for his body and I've prayed for the body of Christ for five years now, I pray for his body. And you know what's happened is I've fallen in love with his body. I've fallen in love with everyone who calls themselves a believer. No matter if I think that they're off track in some of their thinking, if I think that they're off track in how they, what they think looking like 
following Jesus looks like. That's not, that's not my thing. That's between them and God. What I know is that I'm called to love other believers, love other followers of Jesus because he loved me. I'm supposed to love you the way he loves me. And man, he loves me. He's so full of grace and mercy and forgiveness. He's got peace. He's got joy. That's how we're supposed to love each other if we're in the body. And if we do that, actually all people will be drawn to Jesus because they see the love we have for each other. They'll be like, what is happening? Those followers of Jesus love each other. I want to be loved like that. I want to be part of a community that doesn't tear each other down. I want to be part of a community that only builds up and lifts up. That's who we're supposed to be. I want you to be the full ex- expression of whatever part of his body you are. It doesn't matter your denomination. I don't care if you're Baptist, Pentecostal, Methodist, Presbyterian, Episcopal, Catholic, whatever you are. I just pray that you become everything that he said you are. Let's pray. Let's pray for each other. Right now, let's just pray for each other. God, I thank you for your body. Your body. You ascended into heaven and sent your spirit. To, to dwell among us and to be in us and to lead us and to guide us. And I just pray for your body. I pray for your body. I pray that you will be healthy and whole, nothing missing, nothing broken, that each part of your body would become exactly who they were created to be and that we would love each other in a way that you love us so that the world who doesn't know you will want to know you. I just ask that all division would be gone. I pray for unity it's what you want. Unity. Ephesians 4, 16. Unity. Maturity. Growing in you. Every part supplying. I just, I pray that for your body. Thank you for your body. Thank you for letting us be your body and representing you. I just ask that we would not beat you up, that we would not cut you, that we would not crucify you in our, by, by crucifying each other, that we would not stick spears into each other's side as, because we're doing that to you. I just pray that we would represent your body so well. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for taking time out to listen today. I love your comments. Um, even if you don't agree, I love your comments. It's easy to comment on our YouTube uh, channel. Um, I look forward to talking to you guys soon. I love you. God bless you. May you become everything that you were created to be. In Jesus' name.